Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. There is so much noise out there, especially when it comes to self-betterment, and that's why I created TAT Text. Now, a lot of people are using texting to uh, promote things, and it's kind of like a digital flyer. But I'm actually using texting as a mental program. It's like the program you uh, get at the gym, but this is for your mental and emotional state. So every week there's a different topic. One week would maybe relationships, the next week uh, codependency, next week dating, etc. And at the end of the week, you get a private link to a Google Doc that takes you deeper. And that doc is like six to nine pages, and it's a lot of how-to, right? It's not just information, but it's like, what do we do with this information? So if you want to wake up with something that is going to reposition your mindset and set you up for a day that you can maneuver in the best version of yourself, come check out my text. You could get them at theangrytherapist.com or on my Instagram at theangrytherapist. See you in your phone. Do you remember the first time you got head? Now, hold on. I have a point here. Um, It probably wasn't good, but I'm sure it was memorable, right? You remember it like it happened yesterday. I know for me, uh, I was 17. Yes, I was a a late bloomer. Kids these days have threesomes before they can drive. And it was one summer, um, uh, my friend's this girl that my friend was dating, her friend was visiting California from Wisconsin, and uh, she had this accent, and it was um, it was kind of she sounded like she was in that movie Fargo, and it, I hated the way she said my name, and I still remember today it was like John, um, and it was like like fingernails on chalk. But anyway, we um, we we got together, and of course I was very curious, and uh, there was actually a conversation. I remember. Um, asking her, like I, I actually asked for it, and uh, I was very polite. I was a gentleman. I was not aggressive, um, and I could tell she uh, wanted to do it, but she was conflicted. And I think she didn't want me to think that she uh, did this all the time, right? So eventually, she actually uh, was okay with it. And I remember the moment that she agreed. Now, of course, this isn't how it usually rolls, right? No one has a conversation. No one asks permission for that. Um, because then it's kind of weird, right? It's like asking someone uh, for a kiss, and then just just the fact that you have to ask is a turn off, and that ambivalence um, rolls into uh, the energy of the kiss, right? And it kind of falls flat. So, um, but this is different because you, you, unless you're in a relationship, you don't usually just uh, uh, demand things like that. Uh, <laughs> you don't just demand oral sex. Um, I don't know, for for some people that may be hot, but when you don't know the person, that is not cool. And so we had a conversation about it, and she agreed to it, and I was in my friend's bedroom, and uh, it was one summer, I mean, I remember the wall clock, I remember the, uh, he was Korean, so he had these cheap Korean summer blankets that were like uh, plastic, and I, man, I, just, I remember that, like that, like that um, I remember it like it was yesterday, because it was a brand new experience, it was a uh, uh, an imprint on fresh powdered snow, you know, and I remember um, 
because we had a conversation about it, I remember that that minute of knowing that it's going to happen and the excitement. I mean, it's like you knowing that you know you're getting something from for, for Christmas because not only did your parents tell you, but you saw the gift in the closet before they wrapped it. Um, anyway, the uh, actual event itself wasn't that memorable, of course. Um, at that age, no one knows what they're doing. We don't know what we're doing. Um, but it still felt it still felt like the most amazing thing I've ever experienced in my life. Uh, now, if I was to replay it today, would I, you know, would it still be that memorable? Probably not. But because it was uh, my first experience ever, um, yes, it was very very memorable. And so here's my point: I talk a lot about new experiences, and I really believe that uh, if you don't make an effort to give yourself new experiences, then uh, you're stunting your growth. You know, you're not creating room to evolve and to expand. And what I wanted to talk about today was not just new experiences like that. You know, that's fresh. Um, when I th- when I talk about new experiences, a lot of people think I I'm referring to jumping out of planes and you know riding a motorcycle for the first time and. Uh, um, getting head for the first time and uh, swimming with sharks and you know traveling the world. Yes, of course, those are all new experiences. But here's what's interesting: Can you take a normal experience, an experience that you usually have, and then make that into a new experience just by shifting your perspective? And so this is what I think is also a new experience. It's like. If you let's say you have an argument, right? And you have an argument, it's kind of the same argument over and over. Can you have a new experience with that argument by shifting your perspective, by um, going into it with new lenses, by being empathetic, by uh, trying to uh, uh, be in someone else's shoes, right? Like trying to absorb it from fresh eyes. Of course you can. And I think you should. And I think this is, again, something that will stretch you is if you take experiences that you already have because you're having them often and you shift your perspective, you try to look at it from a different perspective, um, you flip the script, you know, you kind of turn it this way. And I think the exercise of that, I think that builds self-awareness muscles. I think that builds um, wisdom, creates wisdom. And I think that uh, creates a lot of uh, revelations and learning. And I think that no one does this because we usually just kind of default to whatever uh, we're feeling and whatever we're going through, we act the same way, we think the same way, we respond the same way. And we're missing out on so much room to give ourselves a new experience with that same experience. So Let me ask you this, and this is maybe um, homework for you if you decide to uh, take it on. Can you this week, as you're going throughout your week, take the mundane, take what you normally take, whether it is lunch with a coworker or uh, your your daily sweat, maybe it's you know your your fitness routine, and then can you give yourself a new experience by shifting your perspective? Can you go into something with new lenses? We'll be right back after this brief message. 
This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Listen, make 2020 a year where you can explore new skills, deepening existing passions, and get lost in creativity. I talk a lot about creativity and the power of creativity and how that mindset opens you wide for amazing things to happen. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. So much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. I've used Skillshare to learn how to podcast better. I've used Skillshare to learn how to blog better. I've used Skillshare to execute structure in my content. I'm going to right now give you two months free. Just go to Skillshare.com forward slash angry. Skillshare.com forward slash angry for two months of Skillshare absolutely for free. This is a year that you can exercise your creativity muscles. You have absolutely no more excuses. Go check out Skillshare. If you can, that experience, although you do it often and you classify it as not new, will be new. And the value in that is now you have an ability, right? Now you have an ability. And this is what I think is gold is you have an ability to go into anything and shift your perspective. What it does is it takes you higher. You know, it, it sometimes will pull you back, uh, get you out of the trenches. You're now looking at something from a bird's eye view. It's super empowering. And in that space, you're able to um, create a different response. You're able to understand someone better. You're able to uh, be more fluid. You're able to let go. You're able to just uh, have less resistance in life. So if you can do this, and I, I encourage you to just kind of like put it in your back pocket. And as you're going throughout your week... Um, and then there's something that that um, that you're going to experience, you know, and you may or may not have resistance, but uh, ask yourself, like, how can I go into this differently today? How can I go into my um, workout differently? What is going to be my mindset? What, what am I going to put my weight on? Maybe it's not going to be the time or the weight um, um, how, you know, like, or maybe it's not going to be how fast you do something or how long you run. Maybe it's going to be, uh, you just want to be super present, right? That would be going into it differently. Um, maybe you are meeting a friend and this friend brings you a lot of resistance and you're having a lot of, um, questions about the friendship and there's a, there's, you're, you know, getting more and more frustrated and, and maybe the, uh, work for you this week would be to go into that conversation from a different perspective, you know, and maybe that means to not focus on uh, what's said, but focus on the person's story or focus on putting yourself in the person's shoes, um, looking at what is bringing resistance and why, right? That is a, that is a different perspective if you're not used to that. Or maybe um, you're going to have dinner with your uh, partner, which you, which you normally do every Monday night. Maybe it's date night, and this time you want to go into it differently. Or maybe it's you know going making coming full circle to the head story. <laughs> maybe you're going to have um, sex with your partner, and or the next time you have sex with your partner, hopefully it's this week. Um, maybe you're going to uh, go into it differently. And if so, what does that look like? Maybe you're going to actually asks for something or maybe you're going to give her instructions or him instructions um not demands but you know uh, information Commun communicate you know maybe you 
um, want it a certain way. Maybe you want to bring in toys. Like there are so many different things you can do with an experience that you've already had to make it a new and different experience. And so I challenge you to do that this week and see how you feel about doing it. You know, what's the result of that? Um, Because you did this, does it make you feel differently about yourself? Um, Is your behavior different? You know, do you react less because you're going into something with fresh eyes? If you can do this, know that uh, as a practice, this is only going to uh, stretch you. Uh, it's going to evolve you. It's going to make you more well-rounded, less re- uh, less reactive. And suddenly, you could give yourself new experiences every day, and you don't have to swim with sharks or you know go on a fancy trip um, or ask someone to um, give you a head. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.